From Washington, D.C., this is On the Ground, and I'm your host, Esther Averam. On this show, the largest demonstration in U.S. history in support of Palestinians brought 300,000 people to D.C. They demanded an end to Israel's genocidal bombing and siege of Gaza, an end to U.S. aid to Israel, and an end to apartheid in and occupation of Palestine. Speakers and attendees said that the U.S. is complicit in Israel's war crimes as more than 10,000 civilians, almost half of those children, have been murdered. Know that when they say I stand with Israel, they are saying I stand with genocide. We spend the hour hearing from some of those who assembled November 4th, 2023 at Freedom Plaza before marching onto the White House. Our coverage begins with the organization From Maryland to Palestine. Hello, marhaba, ahlan wa sahlan, and welcome to D.C. My name is Ahlam, and I am part of Maryland to Palestine, a Palestinian-led, grassroots abolitionist org fighting in Maryland for the liberation of Palestine. It is heartening to see so many of you out here standing up for Palestine. In the last four weeks, we have seen the most violent, abhorrent, inhumane attacks on our people. And while people are finally starting to call it what it is, a genocide, we will not spend our money at businesses that stand with and support the occupier. We will continue to boycott Starbucks, McDonald's, HP, SodaStream, Puma, and Ahava to hit them where they hurt the most, their pockets. all of us are feeling today, but I would like to end with this. To our Palestinian family in Gaza, the West Bank, and across all of occupied Palestine, we love you. We're with you. We will see you in a free Palestine one day soon. We are going to chant, y'all, but not yet. We have 10,000 martyrs from the past three weeks alone. Almost half of them are children. We're going to bring up Sheikh Omar Suleiman. Please give her a We have parents that are writing the names of their children on their arms so that if they have to pull them from the rubble, they can be recognized. Is that the type of humanity that we want? Is that the so-called moral high ground that this country stands on? And so here's what we do. If I was over there and my parents didn't make it out, they would have had to do this to me. And I may have been murdered by the same taxpayer dollars that I'm paying right now. We're sick and tired of being dehumanized. We're sick and tired 
of being made complicit. We're sick and tired of the rhetoric. We're sick and tired of the occupation. We do not just demand an end to the current bombardment of Gaza. We demand an end to the occupation. We demand an end to apartheid. We demand freedom in every single sense of the word. Let me tell you something. Because you know how some people are going to report on this rally. They can mistranslate our movement all they want. They can draw these little pieces of land and say that this is your future state all that they want. But we are going to draw our map the same way that our parents drew that map. The same way that our parents used their terms. You don't get to dehumanize us and then tell us how we get to resist that dehumanization. And I want to end with one thing. Dear brothers and sisters, pay close attention. There's been a bill on the floor in Congress about the detainment of over 5,000 Palestinian children in Israeli prisons since 2017 that can't get passed. But somehow, 412 congressmen found the moral conscience to suddenly pass a quick resolution to say that they stand with Israel. Know that when they say, I stand with Israel, they are saying, I stand with genocide. And if Joe Biden thinks that he can use his double speak on our community and come back to us and beg us for our votes. Let it be known, let it be known to all of those, including Joe Biden and all of those congressmen who fail to see our humanity today and who fail to hear our voices today that we will not see their names on the ballot next year and we will not hear them when they come calling upon us next year. And that we will not allow for them to tell us anymore that the only refuge we have from right-wing racists are two-faced liberals. Dear brothers and sisters, there are thousands of us here today. There are millions of us around the world. I know that it's a time of anger. I know that it's a time of grief. But do not despair. We will mobilize. We will penalize those who dehumanize us when they call upon us to try to get them into office. We will march, we will raise our voices under the full weight of the political and media establishments. We will not give up because our brothers and sisters have not given up. And even though our names are written on our arms, our parents have embedded Palestine in our hearts.
want justice, you say how? We want justice, you say how? End the siege on Gaza now! End the siege on Gaza now! End the ethnic cleansing now! We're gathered here in the capital of U.S. Empire to unequivocally demand the end to Israel's genocide of Gaza, the end to the brutal siege of our people, and the end to U.S. military aid for Israel. The free people of the world have spoken. We have made ourselves clear. We demand an end to the U.S.-orchestrated, Israeli-executed genocide of the Palestinian people. We demand an immediate ceasefire. For nearly a month, we have witnessed a genocidal onslaught on the people of Gaza. Israel has massacred over 10,000 Palestinians thousands of whom are children. As we stand here, there are hundreds, if not thousands, of Palestinians beneath the rubble of buildings destroyed by American manufactured bombs. Shame! We've seen the wholesale destruction of residential buildings and homes, of mosques and churches, of hospitals and schools. We've seen the mass displacement of over one million Palestinians, refugees, to be made refugees again, as Israeli leaders call for a second Nakba as though the first one ever ended. Shame! We of course know that this war on Palestinian life did not start days or weeks or months ago. The Palestinian people have endured decades upon decades of colonialism, ethnic cleansing, and dispossession of our land, lives, and our very right to return. For 100 years, Palestinians have been subjected to Western and Zionist colonialism, and for 100 years, our people have fought back. Now, we don't gather here to simply recite the U.S.-backed crimes of the Zionist state. We gather here as a show of strength, as a show of power, as a page in the historical record. We gather here to declare to the U.S. government and to the world as a whole that the masses of this country and of this globe stand on the side of justice, of dignity, of liberation, and on the side of the Palestinian people. It is not lost on us that the U.S. government sends its military advisors and soldiers, its aircraft carriers and rockets, its weapons of mass destruction to support the genocide of our people. It is not lost on us that this same government mobilizes its repressive vehicles in the U.S. to surveil, suppress, and criminalize our communities and the movement for Palestinian freedom. Shame. We hold no illusions about where the U.S. government stands. The same government and the same politics whose legacy includes slavery and Jim Crow, genocidal campaigns against the indigenous people of this land, 
genocidal campaigns against the people of the global south from Korea to Vietnam to Iraq and Afghanistan, just to name a few. And what we know is at every turn, at every campaign, there have been those like us in the streets mobilizing to confront them. And so we hold no illusions about the once staunchest ally of apartheid South Africa, the supporter of fascist dictatorships all over the globe, the organizers of coups, coups against democracies, the lover of endless war, all at the expense of the American people whose basic needs are not met. The U.S. government's historical record is open for the world to see, and we all know its details well. The U.S. Congress condemned our movement for justice and liberation. The two corporate parties have made themselves abundantly clear. So let us, ourselves, be abundantly clear. To the U.S. Congress, we welcome your condemnation. We know your loyalties to imperialism and war, to profit over people, to the destruction of our environment, and to the usurpation of our rights. And you, you know very well that our loyalty remains with justice, with dignity, with human rights, with the exploited and the oppressed of this world. Despite the repression, despite the media and lies, despite the media bias, despite all they do and will try to do as they have done, Effort with every movement of justice in this country. No, we hold no fear in our hearts. We stand on the shoulders of Palestinian children, the children of the stones. We have mobilized in the millions globally and in the hundreds of thousands today. We do not stand here because we believe that we can appeal to your conscience to end genocide. We stand here because the power of the people will force you to. We, we, the Palestinian youth movement, we, Palestinians, we, the descendants of peasants and refugees, we, the siblings and offsprings of martyrs and prisoners, we are proud of our people. We are proud of their resilience and their fight their sacrifice and their steadfastness. We are proud to be members of a small, brave nation who holds its head high as the entire colonial West conspires to destroy us. They have spent 100 years trying to destroy us and they can spend the rest of the eternity trying. As the saying goes, they tried to bury us. They didn't know we were seeds. Well, know now, those seeds that you buried have long sprouted, nurtured by a commitment to justice and dignity. Our roots extend deep into our communities, our workplaces, our campuses. We will weather all your attempts to cut us down. And just as the sun rises, 
That last voice was Mohammed Mabasi, a member of the Palestinian Youth Movement, speaking November 4th at Freedom Plaza in D.C., where 300,000 people gathered in support of the Palestinian people. This is On the Ground, on thegroundshow.org. I'm Esther Averam. We'll be right back with more of our coverage. <laughs> Identify what's your name and where you from? Uh, Makani Temba. I'm from Jackson, Mississippi. And why did you decide you wanted to come out to the march today? This feels like the terror and human rights violation of our time. And I couldn't imagine another place to be than standing up here for the people, my people. You know, because, you know, Palestinians, for me, I feel so much solidarity and alignment. I couldn't imagine being anywhere else but in support of our folks in these times. My name is Erica. Okay. I live in D.C. What was your decision to come out today influenced by? I don't want my tax dollars funding the murder of Gazans. I think that the current policy conversation around Palestine and Israel and the U.S. is really out of touch with where the people are, and I wanted to be a part of showing our government that that's not the case. My name's Ayana. Okay, and where are you from? Are you local to D.C., or did you come from out of town? No, I came from out of town. And why did you decide to come out? Because I believe in the right for Palestinian people to live free and to return to their land. And I don't want any more money sent from the United States, our taxpayer dollars, to fund Israel military. Thanks. Anything else? End the occupation on Palestine. End the genocide of Palestinian people and give them their land back, period. To keep talking about the struggles that unite our people across this country for Palestine, we have a representative from the Black Alliance for Peace.
Ukraine. Looking at the last few weeks, Palestine is today's Vietnam. We will not be silent. We of Black Alliance for Peace stand firm in solidarity with the Palestinian people and all of their resistance forces. We say yes, immediate ceasefire, humanitarian aid now, and all U.S. funding for racist Zionist Israel, and so on. In the occupation, the right of return, the right of return. These things and more we must organize and make possible because the world stands with Palestine. Now to my Palestinian friends out there, where y'all at right now? Where my Palestinian friends at right now? To my Palestinian family, I'm a proud black woman. I'm a proud African woman, but I'm embarrassed and some of these civil rights leaders, these Negro Zionists with their cowardly statements. I'm talking about Reverend Al Sharpton, Reverend William Barber of the Poor People's Campaign, Congressman Reverend Raphael Warnock, and even Martin Luther King III. None of these so-called civil rights leaders condemn the 2014 bombing of Gaza. Not a one. Yeah. Reverend Barber never gave a sermon about poverty in Gaza is a direct result of the Zionist occupation. Yeah. Reverend Warnock and Martin Luther King III both live in Georgia, but they haven't said anything about Cop City. They haven't said anything about Atlanta police being trained in Zionist Israel. Shame on them. So we call them Negro Zionists, because that's what they are. They're getting paid by somebody, by APAC or some members of Congress or somebody. But real quick, we just want to say, we're going to stand with Palestine. Just like June Jordan and Malcolm X, James Baldwin and Angela Davis, we stand with Palestine. Like Malcolm X and Nelson Mandela and Muhammad Ali, we stand with Palestine. Like my big brother Kwame Ture and Ethel Minor Snick, the Black Panther Party, Sister Fatima Bernawi, Afro-Palestinian freedom fighter, and so many other African people, we will always stand with Palestine. Africa stands with Palestine.
that the movement to free Palestine is an indigenous movement. It's a decolonial, anti-imperialist, feminist movement. As feminists, we know that the genocidal violence being waged against our people is a continuation of the Nakba. The intention of Zionism has always been to erase us, to erase every one of us, to rip our babies out of the wombs of their mothers, to suffocate us and starve us, to separate us from each other, to cut off our bloodlines. And yet, we're still here!
name is Ahmed Abu Znaid and I represent the U.S. Campaign for Palestinian Rights. We're a network of organizations, organizers, and activists that are fighting for a ceasefire and to end all U.S. support of the genocidal state of Israel. I would like to share a piece of a poem with you. This poem is titled, Enemy of the Sun. And it was written by Palestinian poet Samih al-Qasim. Now for decades, this poem was thought to be written by Black Panther Party member George Jackson. It was discovered in his prison cell. The assumption that this was written by a Black Panther Party member like George Jackson tells us that the parallels that we see with the injustice in this country is directly connected to what we see in Palestine. Shout out to the Black Power Movement, shout out to the Black Radical Tradition, we see you! Now for a piece from the poem. You may put out the light in my eyes. You may deprive me of my mother's kiss. You may curse my father, my people. You may distort my history. You may deprive my children of a smile and of life's necessities. You may fool my friends with a borrowed face. You may build walls of hatred around me. You may glue my eyes to humiliations, O oh, enemy of the sun, but I shall not compromise. Before I leave the stage, I want to bring one of our favorite chants from back in the days with the Dream Defenders to you. So I need you all to participate. Repeat after me. I, I, I believe, I believe, I believe that we, I believe that we, I believe that we will win, I believe that we will win. Please give him a warm round of applause. Brothers and sisters, my organization is 501c3. A nonprofit organization may not be able to make the following statement. So now let me speak to you in my personal capacity as a Palestinian American Muslim. Talk to President Biden the language of logic, the language of law, the language of humanity. We appeal to him to take a moral position to recognize 2.3 million civilians trapped in Gaza to call for a ceasefire. All these calls and the calls from the world community fell on deaf ears. Shame, 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 
as the images of the genocide increased, he dehumanized the Palestinians and dismissed their suffering. He denied, he denied the dead Palestinians the right to be acknowledged as dead. Shame, shame, shame. He insisted that should be, there should be no ceasefire. The State Department asked their staff not to talk about this de-escalation. We, we have discovered the language that President Biden understands, and let me share it with you. The language that President Biden and his party understand is the language of votes in 2024 elections. And our message is no ceasefire, no votes. 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 No votes in Michigan. No votes in Arizona, no votes in Georgia, no votes in Nevada, no votes in Wisconsin, no votes in Pennsylvania, no votes in Ohio, no votes for you anywhere. If you do not call for a ceasefire now, the fact that 60%, 66% of Americans support a ceasefire, the president the Secretary of State, Democratic Senators and Representatives started to change their tone. We will make our voices heard more and more. In November, we remember. 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 A White House official told a friend of mine that the community has a short memory. A few months, then they will forget. And let me tell them, let me tell them, in November, we remember. In November, we remember. In November, we remember. So, Mr. President, enough is enough. Call for an immediate and unconditional ceasefire right now. Free, free Palestine! Free, free Palestine! Free, free Palestine! Free, free Palestine! Thank you. Good afternoon. My name is Nazik, and I am co-chair of the Chicago chapter of the United States Palestinian Community Network. that has chapters in eight states and members all across the country. There is no going back to the status quo of the world before October 7th. This genocide against the Palestinian people has exposed Israel for what it really is, a weak white supremacist, racist, apartheid Zionist state.
This is On the Ground, onthegroundshow.org. I'm Esther Averam, and this is our coverage of the National March on Washington to Free Palestine. That last voice you heard was Nazik from the Chicago chapter of the U.S. Palestinian Community Network. She was one of many speakers who chanted with the crowd from the river to the sea, an historic chant for Palestinian liberation and human rights. On November 7th, the Zionist movement successfully weaponized this chant against the only Palestinian member of Congress, Rashida Tlaib, when the U.S. House of Representatives voted to censure Tlaib for using the term. In an ironic twist, Israel's supporters have long insisted that this chant implies a threat to erase Israel from the map, while in actuality over 75 years, Israel has occupied and stolen more and more land from Palestine instituted a system of apartheid and redrawn borders to erase Palestine from the map. Up next, more voices from November 4th, starting with Brian Becker, National Director of the Answer Coalition and host of the Socialist Program podcast. Stay with us. تراثنا الشاهد على وجودنا من هيك لبست الطوب الفلسطيني من حفا جنين جبل النار إلى رام الله خلينا نشوف Hi, my name is Sadia and I'm here because I think it's always humane to be against genocide and that's my message. How are you feeling it? What are your responses to what, you, what you're hearing? I think it's great that so many people are here. I think it's a really great show of support and community, and I'm hoping we can keep the momentum going to change other things that are happening in America. Hi, my name is Salha. Um, I'm similarly here because I think I've been following the news and especially uh, some of the content that I've been seeing from folks who are on the ground and what they're experiencing. And I think so many of the things that I've been witnessing have just been completely intolerable to me. Genocide, the massive number of children who have lost their lives, white phosphorus being used against the innocent civilian population, the bombing of hospitals, the bombing of churches, um, some of them the oldest in the world. And I think injustice anywhere is a harm to, to justice and to equality everywhere. And especially, I was, I've always been horrified to learn how much our government, with our tax dollars, has been supporting that kind of behavior um, in another country. So came here to try to, to bring an end to that. I'm going to bring up Brian Becker from the Answer Coalition. Please make some noise.
sisters and brothers, we form this coalition, a small group of organizations 15 days ago. And if you look around here now, we can see that in two weeks time, there has come together the largest demonstration in U.S. history to support the Palestinian people. And that's an indication that we have entered a new era. This is a new political period unlike any that has come before it. It was 40 years ago this month that thousands of people came together in Washington, D.C to say that the racist, fascist, apartheid regime in South Africa must fall and we will help it fall. And within a few years, it did fall. When we came together 40 years ago, the U.S. Congress said that Nelson Mandela was a terrorist. They said, that the fighters in the African National Congress were terrorists. And seven years later, Nelson Mandela was the president of South Africa because people stood Change happens in leaps and bounds. Change happens dramatically. Change happens on a dynamic register and it's always one factor that makes the difference and that difference is not the politicians in Congress not who's in the White House it's what happens in our communities what happens in our streets what happens with the people we make the change the change comes from us and right now, sisters and brothers, we're sending a message, a very strong message to Joe Biden. If you stand with genocide, we hold you guilty of genocide. Benjamin Netanyahu and the Israeli regime pulls the trigger, but the U.S. government sends the weapons. They pay the bill. It's their genocide too. And we're here to say no. After we have some additional speakers and thousands more people coming into this area, thousands more, they're all over here. We're gonna march on the White House and we're gonna send a message. The message is simple. When you kill 10,000 Palestinians, not because of what they've done, but because of who they are, when you commit genocide against a people and destroy a people in whole or in part, you are guilty of genocide. And that's why we're going to the White House later today. Free Palestine! We know what to invite.
one of the stalwarts of our movement to free Palestine, one of our historic leaders, La Mystique from Bialalda, Palestine Right to Return Coalition. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. salam ala arwah al-shuhada.
members of the Palestinian youth movement and journalist and activist Vijay Prashad will have the last words on this episode of On the Ground, onthegroundshow.org, Voices of Resistance from the Nation's Capital. Special thanks to Chantel James, Lydia Curtis, and Thomas O'Rourke for their reporting at the march. The Free Palestine Movement is continuing with actions, some of which were held Thursday, November 9th, across the country and across the world, including here in D.C. at the U.S. State Department. You can follow these continuing actions at shutitdownforpalestine.org and at answercoalition.org. You can contact On the Ground, work with us, support us, and listen to all of our current and past shows on the website we maintain, onthegroundshow.org. If you like the show, you can let us know by liking us on Facebook or Twitter or on patreon.com forward slash on the ground show. Our podcast is On the Ground with Esther Averam, and that's on all your podcast platforms, including Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, etc. The music we play this hour included The Kafia is Arab by Shadia Mansour and featuring M1, The Third Generation by Dimar. And our theme music is Voodoo Child by Jimi Hendrix. I'm Mr. Ivarum. Until next time, keep raising your voice. Peace. On the Ground is a totally listener-sponsored, supported show, and we are in need of your support. If you rely on the show, if you listen to the show, you come to look forward to what we are able to offer every week, please support us on Patreon at p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash on the ground show. And you can also give on our website through PayPal or other means if you want to send a check. All that information is there. But please, please support us. I want to thank our supporters on Patreon so much. And for those who are already supporting, if you can tell a friend who you know would love to sign up, we need the support. Patreon.com forward slash on the ground show or go to on the ground show.org. Thank you.